One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Friday the 11th of February. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Emily Wither. There's more turmoil in Eastern Europe as powers continue to try to de-escalate Russia. The state of relations between Britain and Russia are so bad right now, it's quite hard to um, believe that British diplomacy is the one that will change anything. And England's top police officer steps aside after a long list of scandals. It is quite clear that the mayor no longer has sufficient confidence in my leadership of the Metropolitan Police Service for me to continue as Commissioner. Times of London Daily World Briefing. There was hope that Russia and Ukraine would be talked back from the brink of war. But 100,000 Russian troops still line the border as talks between the two countries with French and German officials failed to reach any breakthrough aimed at ending an eight-year separatist conflict in eastern Ukraine. The lack of progress at the meeting in Berlin marked a setback for efforts to defuse the wider Ukraine crisis. Here's Ukraine's envoy, Andriy Yermak. Obviously, without de-escalating, without withdrawing Russian troops from our borders, we cannot speak of calm. We cannot suggest that the situation has calmed down, But we, the president and our team, are working 24-7 to ensure that that will happen. Russia's envoy, Dmitry Kozak, said the talks had not been possible to reconcile the two countries' different interpretations of a 2015 agreement aimed at ending fighting between pro-Russian separatists and Ukrainian government forces. This all comes as US President Joe Biden has called on all remaining American citizens in Ukraine to leave the country immediately. He cited increased threats of Russian military action, saying no troops would be sent in to rescue US citizens if war broke out. Meanwhile, the UK is toughening and expanding sanctions against Russia. Defence Secretary Ben Wallace will take the new package to Moscow in hope of preventing an invasion of Ukraine. Britain's Prime Minister met with NATO's Secretary General in Brussels and his Polish counterpart in Warsaw to restate the UK's commitment to the alliance. We won't accept, Poland and the UK won't accept a world in which a powerful neighbour can bully or attack their neighbours. And we won't accept it because we believe all people, no matter where they are born, have a right to live safely and choose who governs them and to decide what organisations they aspire to have membership of or indeed what bodies they 
want to cease being members of. Britain's Foreign Secretary Liz Truss and her Russian counterpart Sergei Lavrov also met yesterday. However, this particular attempt at diplomacy did not reportedly run so smoothly. Catherine Phillip is the Times of London's diplomatic correspondent. She told Times Radio that Mr Lavrov was quick to dismiss the encounter. He seemed to have set out to try and sort of rattle her and put her down. He's a very experienced um, diplomat, but he plays the game in a in a very Russian way. He's been in his job for 18 years. Of course, Liz Truss has only been in her job for about six months. Mm. The state of relations between Britain and Russia are so bad right now, it's quite hard to um, believe that, that British diplomacy is the one that will change anything. In the UK, the first woman and openly gay person to lead the country's biggest police service in its 188-year history has resigned. After a tenure that saw scandals, racism, homophobia, misogyny and bullying. Dame Cressida Dick began Thursday morning adamant that she was not leaving and would stand firm in her post. Then, less than 12 hours later, she announced she was stepping down. Following contact with the Mayor of London today, it is quite clear that the Mayor no longer has sufficient confidence in my leadership of the Metropolitan Police Service for me to continue as Commissioner. He has left me no choice but to step aside. I say this with deep sadness and regret. Dick has been in post since 2017, and since then there have been a number of revelations that challenged her position. The most notable being the abduction and murder of Sarah Everard by police officer Wayne Cousins, who used his warrant card to trick the young woman walking home into getting into his car. Another was news of officers sharing images of the bodies of two murdered sisters on WhatsApp. Then there was homophobic blunders within the force, helping a serial killer claim a large number of male gay victims. And most recently, news that officers at a London police station made multiple references to rape, violence against women and shared racist and homophobic abuse. Despite the number of controversies that marred her tenure, crime and police commentator and analyst Danny Shaw told Times Radio that she's being criticised most for her handling of these issues. She has really been buffeted by a series of scandals, some of which were completely not of her making at all. However, it's the way that she has responded and dealt with those problems and the way that she's communicated Mm. what the Met is doing that I think is the real issue. It's the handling of it. And sometimes the tone that she struck just wasn't right. On the way, a Netflix star pleads guilty in a federal sex abuse case and how a piece of art has been destroyed because a security guard was bored on shift. Times of London Daily World Briefing. As a blockade by truckers in Canada continues over quarantine rules for unvaccinated drivers going into the country, the situation is turning desperate. Reports of hoax 911 calls to distract emergency forces away from the protesters to false incidents has angered many, and it's thought many of those calls came from US addresses. 
Ottawa Police Service has addressed the flood of calls, saying it endangers lives and is completely unacceptable. This comes as US officials have urged Canada's government to use its federal powers to end the two-week so-called Freedom Convoy. The situation has hit Ottawa and a border crossing that generates a quarter of US-Canada trade. Car makers and local authorities are seeking an injunction to end the blockade of the Ambassador Bridge. Meanwhile, an Ontario court has stopped protesters from accessing online donations. They're a much-loved animal associated with Australia, but now the country has listed koalas among most of the East Coast as endangered. After their habitats have been hit by prolonged drought, bushfires and developers cutting down trees, the federal government said those in the states of New South Wales, Queensland and the Australian Capital Territory will move from the vulnerable list to endangered. Australia's Environment Minister Susan Lay explains. The koala has been under pressure for a while because of climate change, because of long dry spells. As a rural Australian, I know that well. And also because of disease. We estimate that up to 50% of our populations have chlamydia. So that's a real pressure. And of course, the bushfires. So coming out of those fires, I asked my scientific experts to really examine whether the koala's listing, as you said, on the endangered species list, needed to move up a notch. And today's announcement is that it has, which is all about priority conservation for this extraordinary marsupial. Scientists and academics have been warning for some time that the iconic Australian mammal could become extinct unless there was immediate action. And Susan Lay says there is work to be done. Habitat's important, but so is health. So is um, understanding the koala genome. We've got scientists working on that that we should be incredibly proud of. And also where we should build the strongest possible populations of koalas across the eastern states. Last year, it was reported just under a third of the country's koalas have been lost during the past three years, with numbers estimated to have dropped to less than 58,000 from more than 80,000 in 2018. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Sport. With news from the Winter Olympics as an athlete is out of the competition, here's John Jackson. There's still confusion over when the medal ceremony for the women's team figure skating at the Winter Olympics will take place. Russia's Kamila Valieva was back on the ice on Friday as results of her testing positive for a banned substance remained unresolved. Valieva was part of the Russian Olympic Committee team that won the figure skating team event on Monday ahead of the United States and Japan. But due to what the International Olympic Committee called unexplained legal reasons, Wednesday's medal ceremony was indefinitely postponed. The ROC and Russian Figure Skating Federation have, as yet, not commented. Russian athletes are already competing at the Games without their flag and anthem because of sanctions for past doping violations. Valieva is still scheduled to take part in the women's single event that takes place on Tuesday. Times of London Daily World Briefing Entertainment Star of the Netflix documentary series Cheer, Jeremiah Jerry Harris, has pleaded guilty in a federal sex abuse case against him. The 22-year-old, who had shot to fame after the first series of the show about the Navarro College cheerleading squad in Texas, 
admitted to receiving child pornography and travelling to another state with the intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct. The guilty plea came as part of a deal to avoid prosecution for five other federal charges against him. He's been held in pre-trial detention since his arrest in Chicago in 2020. And finally, visitors to a Russian art exhibition were treated to an unexpected surprise in December when they discovered eyes had been drawn on a painting. They quickly notified staff, only to discover that a security guard had doodled on the artwork out of boredom during his first shift. Two months on, he's now under investigation by the police and could face a fine or up to three months in prison. Restoration experts estimate that repairing the damage to Anna Leproskaya's avant-garde painting could cost more than $4,500. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 11th of February. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.